You're listening to Partnership Align Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Partnership Align Podcast, episode 25. So today, I'm going to get a little personal, I'm going to get a little vulnerable, and I'm going to tell you about my experience within marriage and how it led me to be an amazing relationship coach, even though the marriage ended. So to give you a very brief rundown of the details, I got married to a man I was very much in love with back in 2018. We had been together for a few years, and we'd been through some ups and downs. Long story short, my husband was an addict, but was in full swing recovery. We met in AA. I'm also in recovery, so clearly that was a bond. But after we got married and had a baby, he stopped keeping up with his recovery program and eventually relapsed. Luckily, I did not, but you can only imagine the chaos of your husband relapsing while trying to care for a baby. So I went into total survival mode. This happened in 2020 during full swing COVID, but I had so much going on inside my home that when I went out and saw people with masks, I remember thinking, oh, right, there's a pandemic happening. I mean, that's how crazy things were. It was 2020 and I forgot about COVID. Well, there was an eight-month chunk where he was relapsing off and on. During that time, I was holding it together on the outside, again, survival mode, but clearly falling apart on the inside. I prayed every single day for eight months for God to give me clarity on what to do about this marriage. I mean, I had compassion for him because I have a very good understanding of addiction. I knew it wasn't personal towards me, but also I didn't want that life. So one day I went to an AA women's meeting and shared with the group what was going on. After the meeting, a woman came up to me and asked me if I've ever heard of a life coach named Jody Moore who had a podcast. I had not. This woman went on to tell me that this podcast talks about marriage in a way that's different and how it helped her so much in her marriage. Now, I've always been a seeker. It's actually one of my favorite things about myself. If someone makes a suggestion or tells me about a book or a podcast, I'm looking into it. I love to learn. I love to shift my perspective. And I have a fierce desire for inner growth. Always have. So a few weeks go by and my husband, who was sober for a short time, decided that he was going to start playing video games all night long. And when I say all night long, I don't mean like until midnight. I mean, he would come to bed at like 4 or 5 a.m. and wake me up with all of his tossing and turning. For anyone who's ever had a baby, you know that you become a light sleeper physiologically so that you can hear your baby if they're crying. Not to mention the fact that you're up with a baby. So I was very tired. Then, of course, he would be too tired to help with the baby in the morning, or he would go to work first thing and then come home cranky because he was so tired. The whole thing was just annoying. So at first, I didn't say anything. One of my recurring patterns in my marriage was my desire to be the quote-unquote cool girl, the cool wife. I figured... Video games are better than drugs, so it would be dumb for me to say something. Also, I didn't want to be the wife who told her husband what to do. Again, I wanted to be cool. But you see what happens when you don't speak up about how you're feeling in real time, aka you people please, eventually you can't take it anymore and you end up saying exactly how you feel 
by lashing out. And this was my pattern. I would stuff things deep down and decide that they were no big deal. And then eventually, because they were a big deal, I would feel rageful and resentful and then it would all come out. The solution, of course, would have been open communication, but at that time, I didn't have the capacity for it because, well, first of all, I was in survival mode, and second of all, I didn't have the awareness of this pattern and how it was playing a major role in the conflict. I did not think of myself as a people pleaser. I did not understand what that meant. So after lashing out about the video games, I went for a drive to cool off and get some space. I threw my baby in the car seat because that was the only way he would nap at the time. And I just went driving and I cried. Then I remember that podcast that woman from AA had suggested. I thought, well, this is as good a time as any to listen to it. And so I did. In those 35 minutes, my life changed. This woman, Jody Moore, had a guest named Brooke Castillo, who would later on become my teacher, and the two women spoke about marriage and how to take ownership for your own happiness. I won't go into the details of that particular episode, but I will tell you that I had a complete inner shift on that drive. By the time I got home, I had decided I was going to release my husband from being the person that I wanted him to be. It wasn't working. It didn't feel good, and it was exhausting. I made an oath to myself that I was going to focus on becoming the healthiest version of me, for me and for my baby, and that is exactly what I did. I got serious about prayer and meditation. I started to work out. I spent time with women who had what I wanted, a healthy relationship with themselves. I had had it before, but I had lost it, and I needed help getting back. Most importantly, I hired a life coach who was trained in the work that I fell in love with on that podcast, and I got to work. With the help of my coach, I got honest with myself. I came to terms with the fact that I was a big part of the problem, not in regards to his addiction, but in regards to my own resentment and frustration. I was not a victim. I chose him every day and then got pissed that he was the same as yesterday. Eckhart Tolle says that if you are in a situation that is causing you stress, then you have two options. Either find acceptance or leave. Anything else, he says, is insanity. And it was insanity. It was crazy for me to sweep the red flags that I was seeing under the rug. It was crazy for me to stuff down my feelings and just say yes all the time when I really just wanted to scream no. It was crazy for me to try and use sex to save the marriage. It was crazy for me to continue believing a lot of the things that he was saying. The whole thing was insanity. And because I hadn't been honest with myself, I also hadn't been honest with him. I never let on just how I was feeling. I never was experiencing my emotions in real time, which meant that I couldn't communicate in real time either. My relationship is as healthy as I am. You see, I had actually had two healthy long-term relationships in my 20s. I was in a healthy place in my 20s, but I was not when I met my husband. I was in very early recovery, and I had not yet healed from what I had been through or the shame that I was feeling. I think this is actually the biggest lesson of all. We often don't see that it is our mind that needs to be stable in order to have a stable relationship. You see, my thoughts dictate my experience within my marriage. So the quality of my thoughts 
about him, about me within the marriage, about the relationship, that's going to dictate the quality of my relationship. And because I was in such deep denial, I let very big red flags go. I didn't want them to be true. So I swept them under the rug, never to take a look at them again. At least not until I started doing the work. Then I blame him for having red flags when I was the one that ignored them. Working on that piece, taking responsibility for myself and the part that I play without shaming myself about it, that is where I found freedom. Long story short, in August of 2020, I overheard him on the phone with another woman. He was having an affair. Because I had been working on myself so deeply and had reached a new level of self-worth, self-trust, standards, and inner peace, I left him that day. I had total clarity because I was in touch with my feelings. I was a healthy version of myself, the healthiest I had been in years, in the midst of a toxic situation. I felt good about my decision and I never looked back. Of course, there's been grief and anger, but I've processed it and there was never regret or shame. At the time, I was working as a therapist. I started to have this experience in my sessions of longing longing to do this work that had changed my life with other people. I got more relief and made more progress in just a few coaching sessions than I had in over a year of therapy. I was working with patients who were unable to do this work because of the nature of their diagnoses, and so I felt stuck. I was no longer passionate about what I was doing because there was this other thing that I was yearning to do. So I quit. I went and I got certified as a life coach under the woman who I had heard on that podcast, on that drive, on that day. Between my experience as a therapist and the personal experience that I had being coached, it was an easy transition for me. It felt right. All of this happened just to get me here, just so I can help other women. So you may be asking yourself, well, how does that help you help other women who want to stay in their marriage? And the answer is that I have experienced total inner peace while living with an active addict who was secretly having an affair. And the only reason that I experienced that is because I did the work that I now guide other women through. So if I can find peace in the midst of that type of situation, I can help you find peace in the midst of anything. Deciding to leave was just after the fact. In fact, to me, it was barely relevant to my inner experience within that relationship. All the growth had already happened. Most people are not living in the chaos that I was living in. Most women just want to change their husband. They want him to see things their way or to stop being moody or to parent differently or whatever it is. But I know the secret. I know that you can't change him and you don't need to. All you need to do is go through this specific process of working on yourself in this coaching methodology, and you can feel any way you want to in your marriage. So if you're interested in knowing what the heck I'm talking about, go ahead and schedule a free consult with me through the link in the show notes. I have a fabulous one-on-one coaching program where I guide you through knocking down every obstacle between where you are now and where you want to be in your marriage. Have a great week, everybody. Talk to you soon. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show, and leave a review. And take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, and tag me at Partnership Aligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship, it always starts with a healthier you.